Radio Newark Sport. Brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking and DIY needs on Appleton Gate, Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk. Tonight, it's girl power as we meet the latest of our soon-to-be-famous five club. I'm Mick Bradley, he's Gareth Bagley, and live on FM, DAB, and around the world online. Now, as well, we're on Instagram. How good is that? This is the renowned Radio Newark Sport, and we start as ever with the names making the news. And it was a mixed weekend for our tennis players, with the ladies losing to a strong Mapley Park side. But better news, though, for the men's. Their second team won for the first time in the Winter League this season. 56-52 against those posh tennis players from the Nottingham Tennis Centre. And we told you last week about not-fast Nick Harrison running around Disney World. Well, he's at it again, taking on the old Key West southernmost point 3k in florida mind the alligators i would have thought more from dave in the not fast news in a few minutes and in round 12 of the nottinghamshire and derbyshire cyclocross league at broxtoe country park newark castle cycling club youngsters brave the cold with charles hoyle finishing 12th in the youth category while teammates judy tot and samuel Mercroft finished 27th and 36th respectively a busy weekend for Fernwood Sword Club with young stars Ethan Dakin and Arthur Eakin in action in London while Ed Howard was in action in France. Go to our website for Shalyn Jones' excellent report on all the news from one of our fantastic clubs. And finally, it's a massive night for our local footballers with Town and Flowserve in Knott's Cup action. The Blues take on Kimberley at the Sports Village while the works are going to their friends at Selston. 7.45 kick-off if you want to go and watch Newark Town. That's 90 minutes, and if it's all square, straight to penalties. 7.30 kick-off at Selston, extra time and penalties, but both games will be decided tonight. And it's, if it's league action you want to go and see, Station Road Collingham, as they take on Harworth in the Central Midlands League. So no excuses, even the weather's behaving tonight. And that does make a change. And we'll keep you up to date with any early goals as they go in um, from Station Road, Selston and the Sports Village. The big stories of today actually turns out to be the big stories of yesterday and the big stories of Monday, and it all goes round Saracens. Now, we all know Gareth, an athletics man. He's made a career out of uh, Newark Athletic Club. He is the president. He was the top man in Nottinghamshire. Um, but he also likes his rugby and can be seen at Kellam Road on, on a regular basis on a um, Saturday afternoon. So after Rob almost fell off the fence on monday night um let's just see where gareth is saracens gareth um <laughs> we're now being told by the premiership um, rugby chief that uh, they should be more transparent with their fans and take ownership 
um, of, of, of what has happened. I mean, basically, um, Premiership Rugby couldn't relegate them. They, they gave them the maximum 35 points and whatever it was, five grand. But now the choice of show us your books or get relegated and it's okay we'll get relegated i mean if i was a supporter of saracens i would want a lot of questions answering gareth well there must be a lot more to it if you don't want to show your books i understand the man that was leading the club and was the money man has now left and uh i think more will come out um i'm not sure that the fact that the players were being paid more than they were allowed to be paid has made any difference to Saracen's performances. I don't see you being paid makes uh, a great deal of difference if you're a professional player um, because that's your job um, and therefore your training regular, performing regular and when you see how many Saracens players are removed from that team to go on international duty, then they must have a very good backup uh, group of players to keep them at the top because uh, the, the stars aren't always playing. So they've obviously broken the rules. Uh, they obviously <laughs> There's a lot that they want people to see. Otherwise, they would have happily opened their books, I'm sure. I argued with um, Rob on, on Monday night. If I was Exeter, I would want a championship trophy in my cabinet for the last three years when I've been beaten into second place by a team that has admitted cheating. <laughs> <laughs> cheating, yeah. Um, we're not aware that they've taken any prohibitive uh, substances uh, somebody all, somebody all, on all Monday. they've taken it all they've actually done is tried to get around the rules and paid their players somebody uh, on Monday more than they should it was financial doping uh, mm, that's an interesting one um yeah well in it fact, doesn't just happen in rugby of course well it's only ever appeared in rugby on this one occasion um it happens in football uh, more often they seem to be able to get round it uh, yes because the biggest clubs in football can afford bigger well, legal a, teams than the, than, the, than the governing bodies can there's a they seem to be getting round it now by selling their grounds to some <laughs> some monetary person yes. who then um, lets them have the ground back at um, you know mm. Well, Pro for nothing. <laughs> Probably rugby teams are, t are too honest. Um, and, and, and the question that came up um, last night, uh, I've got, I can't let you sit there and not ask you about it. Um, Mo Farah says he's happy for any anti-doping body to test any of his previous blood and urine samples. Mo Farah's problem is association, isn't it? It is, yeah. Uh, very much so. Um, I think he feels he's been really let down um Al albert salazar has always sailed close to the wind whether he was an athlete when he was an athlete when he was a coach my understanding is that he has asked a lot of questions of the doping agencies can i do this can i you know what have you and he's always pushed it and he's always pushed it 
and they've probably got a little bit fed off of him. So they've decided that they're going to clamp down on him. Payback time. Yes, mm -hmm. very much so. <laughs> OK, we have chosen five youngsters who we believe could follow the likes of Amy Hunt, Jess Weaver, Olivia Whitelaw and Amelia Crispin. Tonight we meet a couple of young ladies who are on that road to stardom. New York Athletics Club choice, their pick, is a young lady that's never been to Sport HQ before, so we have a debut for Zoe Smith. And from cricket, a young lady that has been to see us before, Fondon Cricket Club's Rihanna Nolan Davis. Ladies, um, welcome both. Have you been sitting there so quiet? Uh, now's your time to make some noise. So, good evening, both of you. Good evening. There we go. You see, you are there, aren't you? Um, Zoe, um, I ask the president of New York Athletic Club for a star of the future that we could follow all through 2020 why did gareth put your name forward uh i think that he put my name forward because uh i've been like training a lot over the past year and competing in all of the like events and all of that on the, the weekend um because i you're not a young lady that i i, I know a lot about but you made the weekend headlines. Tell us what happened at the, on um, Sunday. Yeah, Sunday? so on Sunday I went down to Birmingham to compete in a hurdles in the 60 metres and I competed in my 60 metres and on the first race I got 10.08 on my hurdles and then I went through into the second race and I got 10 seconds and before you went to birmingham your pb was 10.38 you didn't do bad then did you are you disappointed that it's 10 and not 9.999 yeah because <laughs> my aim was to try and get under 10 so i was a bit annoyed that i didn't get underneath it but now you're 13 years of old um, um, of age yeah so tell us a little bit, a bit about zoe what school what school do you go to at and how long have you been doing athletics let's find out all about zoe so i go to minster school in southwell you see that's the that's the first big plus isn't it she's pronounced it correctly no, she hasn't. yes she has she, no, no it's, yes it's yes. subtle it's my show she's <laughs> she's pronounced it correctly so zoe that's a massive great tick <laughs> you got across it, it's, it's a massive great tick you pronounced it correctly well done you <laughs> uh and i've been doing athletics for about a year and a half now I started in year five after I did a running competition at school. So how, how, how did that lead to running in your athletic club's colours? So I did this competition at school with my teacher and I didn't expect I was that I was that good at running. I didn't know until that. And then I joined the cross-country club at school and then it makes him happy don't it? <laughs> <laughs> and then i got beat quite a lot because it i was only doing it for i wasn't doing it for long so i decided i might as well train to get better at it and so i could compete more so i joined newark aesthetics club to try and pick up the pace a little bit and like get better at it then I did more competitions at school and 
ended up getting faster and faster and then in year five I did Newark Sports with the sprint um, team and I didn't get any medals so I was like quite annoyed because I'm quite a competitive person so I can see why he's picking you now <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's coming yeah and then I said to myself that night um I'm gonna get into the athletic team next year and get some medals because I was the only one without any medals that year so I was determined to like get some medals the next year and succeed and succeeding you are doing so um we'll come back to you in a second um alongside zoe tonight is uh the wonderful i think it's a lovely name i read it rhiannon nolan davis i tell you what rhiannon if you ever and i'm sure you will reach the top i'm not buying your shirt <laughs> because if you have to, if you have to pay by the letter it will cost a fortune <laughs> you could just have sort of a RKD on the back, couldn't you? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I'm known as. That's what you're known as, yeah, it? RKD. Uh, county, RKD. <laughs> RKD, brilliant. Um, the highlight for me, probably not for you, but the highlight, one of the last year's highlights for me is when I took the camera along one sunny Saturday afternoon to Farndon because I'd already got the nod that you was going to make your senior first team debut. Um, and I took the camera on, hoping I'll catch you bowling, but I caught you batting. Um, and it was a wonderful afternoon, and it just proves how far you are moving forward, because not for one second you looked out of place, and my Fondon informants tell me every Monday night when we do the cricket roundup that uh, your bowling was the best, but there again, you've only got a Jaffa to beat, so, you know, <laughs> it's, it shouldn't be too much of a problem. Um, tell me about your 2019 so my two, 2019 has been amazing for me it's been the best year i've had um playing cricket um probably the highlight would be getting into loveborough sparks which is um regional development center and we train at the england performance center at loveborough university um there was i went for a trial in october um there was about 50, 50 girls there from ages 14 to 20 um, and I went and I just thought to myself like if I don't get into this it's not it's not like it. this means everything like there's other opportunities um, so when I opened the email that I got in I was over the moon because only 14 of us got picked and I was one of the youngest there so that was really good now we we do i am told we have some breaking news i'm yeah. not allowed to ask you about any, anything to say I've, I've, I've had my orders off mum so but you can now tell us the breaking news so um i can't tell you much but i got some exciting news earlier and that hopefully i'll be um part of team gun and more um going forward well done you Thank that's you. excellent stuff and another giant leap forward yeah. and do you say Southwell or Southwell? Southwell okay well that, that that's two each then but the chairman has a casting vote don't he? not the president the chairman has a <laughs> casting vote Gareth just quickly you've spent a lifetime bringing youngsters through in your sphere of sport we've got two young ladies here tonight which potentially 
injuries permitting, you know, and as long as I don't fall out of love with the sport, and I don't think either of them <laughs> is intending on on, do, on doing that, um, they could go all the way up proud does it make you want to be associated with the youngsters at newark ac but generalize and see youngsters in in our area i'm really pleased about the youngsters in newark um i'll just go back to uh many years ago my son before he went off to nottingham boys high mum said you better go and learn how to play rugby so with sunday mornings i used to be down at the rugby club but I used to let him thing, and I used to run around the field for train. But he didn't like tackling. He loved training. He didn't like tackling. And I always remember the coach there said, I'm not bothered if not one of these kids makes it through to the rugby first team. What I want to see is these kids doing a sport. I don't care what sport it is, but doing a sport. And I thought that was brilliant. And, and that's the way I feel. I, I, I you know, I think that we've got some really marvellous talent in, in Newark. And uh, you say falling out of love, it's probably the biggest problem is falling in love. And then, yeah, you know, then things might change. Falling in, in <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sport comes first at the moment, don't it, girls? <laughs> it does. <laughs> Rhiannon, um, ju- just update us, um, 15 years old now, what, what school are you at? I'm at Toot Hill in Bingham. You're at Toot to- Hill. And w- how do they help you with your cricket? Because you must probably need to take time. Yeah, they're uh, really they're really supportive. Um, so I go into school with the dates of the fixtures and um, they always authorise them and support me and I always let my like head teacher know everything that I'm doing and they're they're always wanted to know how I'm doing and it's really good to have that support. And I know min- ministers all, always um, like their sport, so I'm assuming yeah. that um, they're helping you or, or they can sport-wise. Yeah, um, well, they're not... Seeing as I'm only in year eight, they're not very, like, familiar with my running at the moment. But they I'm, soon will be. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> I'm trying to like get the school to compete more because we're like losing um like the ability to like get into competitions a bit and you don't like losing do you no no i've got that one worked out very quickly right more from the girls in in a few minutes time when we're going to find out what's happening in 2020 for for them both but coming up next it's not fast time Okay, to somebody who's got a very special race to run at the weekend, and I'm sure he can tell us all about that, along with all the other Not Fast news. It's Not Fast Dave. Good evening, young sir. Evening, Mick. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, all the way from Florida to Africa tonight, then, is it? <laughs> it is, yeah, yeah. So, start off with the standards. We had 55 club members over 11 different departments. Quite a good turnout. Uh, personal best, had some good ones. David Baker. Amy Borrell, Joanne Body, and Vic Knight all got PBs. Um, staying a bit closer to home, Claire Wood and Faye Parker, they completed the 16-ish mile Wildest Peak Wildest Peak Trail Race, and that's in the Peak District. They completed that in 3 hours 27.45. Uh, a little bit further afield, going over to Florida. Uh, Nick Harrison's still over there. 
Now, he's doing a, a bunch of races over the course of a week or two. Um, apparently, there's a big thing in Disney World or Disney Resort in Florida. Um, and he took part in the old Key West southernmost point 3K in 25.58. So, no doubt next week we'll hear of all the other races he'll, he's going to be doing over in Florida. Is he ever going to uh, come back? I don't know if he is. I think he, I think he liked it too much out there. <laughs> Although, I don't, know, I don't know how much the, uh, the purse strings go in uh, Florida for that length of time. They'll run out very quickly, I've no doubt. Yes, yes. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Relatively quiet one for, um, for, for results. We should have a few more next week. We've got, um, first, uh, got the, I think there's the third or second cross country. Uh, and I'm taking part in a race myself. Um, so we should hear all about that next Wednesday. Yeah, it's a bit of a special race you're taking part in. Yeah, it's a Marrakesh marathon, although I'm only doing the half marathon, not the full marathon. I, I don't think I'm silly enough to do a full marathon in North Africa. Um, it's a good, good turnout. I think there's about 10,000 people running it, so no doubt I'll have a good report next week. What sort of temperatures are you expecting? It varies. So obviously, well, it, it's kind of desert, so you look in early morning, probably one, two degrees, so it's quite cold. Um, and then going up to midday, probably mid twenties. So it's quite a varied temperature. Um, but we'll uh, we'll soon see in the morning. Let's hope your half marathon starts at five o'clock in the morning. Then mm, fingers crossed. It doesn't. It's, uh, I think it's nine o'clock kickoff. So I'll be cold when I start and hot when I finish. And you can tell us all about it next week. Love Thank it. You, Enjoy yourself. Safe journey, and uh, we'll look forward to the story next ne- next week. Thanks, Dave. Bye. Okay, let's um, let's get back to the girls, shall we? Because uh, it's athletics and it's cricket tonight. Um, Gareth, you've obviously seen something in Zoe because you've chosen her above a whole host of names. Well, as you've heard, she's very competitive. I've gathered that. Um, yes, I mean, first time she ever competed for Newark was a. Uh, Back in June 2017, and uh, you wouldn't have thought you'd got anyone uh, particularly uh, superstarish. I mean, um, ninth in the 80 metres in 11 uh, in 13.3, so she's now got a PB of 11.7 for that. Um, and then she did a one. F- uh, she did the 150 in 25.8, which is now reduced to 21.2, and um, she did the long jump with a, a massive jump of two meters 62 um and finished 14th and now she's got a pb of 407 but the hurdles i mean how she got to hurdles i have no idea because the first time she ever did the hurdles was at the 2018 nottinghamshire three age championships she made it into the final and finished fourth and as she told you earlier that she was never going to finish fourth in that event again, and she didn't. (laughs) 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 bit more breaking news, actually, because we love breaking news as as, as it comes in. We've had the Annan's breaking news. This is another one of our soon-to-be-famous five breaking news from Josh Burkett, who's actually um, played tonight three years up because he's played for the Boston United under-19s against Darlington. Boston won 5-1, and Josh actually scored until the referee... uh, 
ruled that something had um, had gone wrong and ruled out his goal. I wonder if it was VAR. We must talk to <laughs> We must have a chat to <laughs> Josh about I wonder what that. the reaction from Grandad was. <laughs> yes, I can Im- yes, I can only imagine the reaction from, from Grandad on that one. <laughs> Gareth, will you do me a little favour? Mm. Go and bring the mothers in, can you? Because yeah, we'll let's, have, let's have a mum chat. I'm Mick Bradley. He's Gareth Bagley, of course, my co-host tonight. And you're listening to Radio New at Sport with our friends at Smith's Timber. Please don't forget to, to have a look on Instagram. Please don't forget to like us on Instagram. I haven't got a clue how it works, but it does, and we need all the support that we can get. We've got the mums in the studio now, because they thought they were going to sit out there and have a chin wag, but it doesn't work like that. Um, so, Zoe's mum, would you like to just... Zoe, just help her out a bit and put that mic up. Up. That. That's it. Um, mum, welcome to Radio Notes, but you're a little bit closer to Hello. that. Hello there. Um... Your daughter seems to be competitive. She's very. Very, very competitive. Is that in life or is it just when she gets the running gear on? No, in life. She's, she doesn't like to be defeated at anything. She strives to be better at everything, really. And it's not come from us. That's purely her. We encourage, but we don't push. And the most important thing of the night, of course, so far, is it Southall or Southall? I'm afraid it's subtle for me. <laughs> you, I hope you're going to save me. <laughs> we are all wrong. <laughs> Zoe and I are right. <laughs> you're the competitive one, Zoe. You're right. Yeah. Um, as Zoe is getting more and more into athletics, more and more, it's taken over your lives, I'd assume. It really is taking over our lives. She... Um, she trains four nights a week currently so monday we go to sutton tuesday newark wednesday grantham thursday back at newark most weekends were wherever we need to be in the country uh (laughs) which is quite you know all over the place um but i've got into it because i was fed up of standing and going for eight hours and watching for 10 seconds which is what sometimes happens um so i've Gareth's my mentor now because I'm uh, a level one track judge and my husband's got into it he's this next weekend just going to be a level two coach uh, so he can sprint coach her as well so all we're all involved it's team smith I'm afraid (laughs) that's family outing and somebody who's very used to sort of well not only traveling the world but traveling the uh traveling the countryside and uh and watching cricket you could be that good now you could be on test match special uh, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Definitely not. Whereas Zoe and family are just starting out on this, every spare moment of the day is taken up by daughter's sport. You're well down that track, aren't you? Yes, I am. <laughs> yes. You've been doing it for how long? Um, I suppose been going all over the country for the last three, four years. Yeah. Because you, it, it amazes me because. If, if you wish to tell people your job i fly yeah yeah how the, do you find time it's, it's, very a, it's di- amazing it's very difficult i've had to stay part-time at work um i work a month and i have a month off um it's very difficult with dates i need dates very early on really because you've got to book your days off six months in advance um but I've been really lucky. One of these years, I'm not going to be, but so far, it's all worked out. You've got all this to come. <laughs> it, 
and it, 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 you do somehow juggle it, don't you? But I, yeah. I, I, I would assume both girls, if they don't know yet, will soon realise just how lucky they are. Um, because one of my biggest gripes is in this country, if you haven't got mum, dad, grandma, granddad, auntie, uncle, coach to do it, you could be the best athlete, the best cricketer in the country. You, you don't stand a chance. No. It's all down yeah. to what the parents are willing to do and can do. You're very lucky girls, both of you are, are, are very lucky. Um, now she's at Loughborough as, as yeah. well, so it's not just sort of a, a Saturday afternoon sitting next to Ducko at Marsh, Marsh Lane, no, is it, it anymore? Isn't, no, with a drink in my hand, no. No, <laughs> no. No. Um, no, every Sunday we've been going to Loughborough, um, training. Uh, I, that is just amazing, just to watch her and the coaching. Um, and seeing her get coached uh, two weekends ago by uh, Katie George, uh, the England lady, was just fantastic. Mum one, mum two. Zoe's mum then. Because we, we always... I mean, it's mum and dad, isn't it? So we always call mum, even mum, because that's what you are, your mum. Um, where do you think this road could take you? Or could take Zoe, I suppose, is more to the point. I know where she wants it to take her. She she wants to go all the way. She wants to compete. She wants to compete in the Olympics. Um, and we'll encourage her all the way. It You know, we'll... If whilst she's wanting to do it, we'll encourage her and help her all, all we can. She's very lucky in the fact that she is the age group that's got the sports village. Yeah. Um, Yarif, me, both the mums and a lot more people in Newark for the last 50 years uh, haven't. Um, how, how will that, having that that sort of amenity there it's an amazing facility it, it as a helper as well because i help on a thursday with the little ones uh, it's absolutely amazing facility it will help in no end because when gareth talks about when she very first did a hurdle competition she'd had no t- training no practice at all she just went straight into county championship competition and and did the hurdles without even ever having run over one before so now we've got um the sports village it'll be so so good for the young athletes and so good for people like zoe to be able to train we've got all the facilities it's an amazing facility cricket facilities then rhiannon just drop that mic around just we just sort of sort of playing sharing bikes here um cricket facilities newark ac have got this wonderful super duper um, athletic draft and good luck to them they waited long enough for it you really have to go to Nottingham although I'm told when the Barnby Road sports complex opens that's going to be a dedicated cricket um, in, indoor nets there so you may not have to travel all the time but for you it's second nature just going to Trent Bridge isn't it yeah yeah I tra- I've been training at Trent Bridge a few years now and the facilities there are just really good using the bowling machines and everything so the good news, Mum, is that um, the car can make its own way to West Bridgeford now, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. on autopilot. Autopilot. Yeah, it, goes yeah, there. it just goes, yeah. <laughs> it goes there that often. <laughs> right, let's find out what we're hoping for in in 2020, because this is where both of them's got to tell us, because they're going to be coming back regular throughout this year, and I don't want them to come back in December and achieve absolutely nothing. Zoe, what is 2020 going to bring you? Uh, so I'm hoping to 
getting to like doing more like open events and hopefully getting into county champs for indoors and outdoors hopefully what do you have to make your mind up and i've got no doubt he's going to be nodding or shaking his head in a minute do you have to make your mind up now what you're going to concentrate in or is it just do you like athletics and if it's long jump hurdles the marathon whatever i know you can't do a marathon yet before he gareth points that out um what are you happiest doing what 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 is going to be your number one event i'm hoping my number one event is going to be long not long jump uh, <laughs> hurdles but i do like to try other things as well just to test and is that right gareth that she wants to do hurdles but on the other hand it doesn't do any harm at all no she needs to uh try anything and everything because uh, you never know where you're going to go with it a guy called todd bennett who was a british international 200 meter runner uh, one of the best in the world actually went to the english schools and ran in the 3000 uh, not the three the 2000 meter steeplechase so uh you know you can go from uh, all sorts of events we don't know where it'll take her but uh, i was pleased that she started with cross country yeah we did notice that you were yes, pleased that i was very pleased with that, 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 that because zoe will tell you she now does proper athletics whereas i like pure athletics listen listen she can do proper athletics they got a proper athletic track um <laughs> mum was whispering what did you forgot uh i'm also hoping to get into english schools this year but it'll be hard because i'm only first year under 15 but hopefully because that, that that's a two-year cycle is isn't it yeah i'm never sure that's brilliant but it's the way to do it so so next next year really should anything this year is a bonus isn't it yeah this year is just my prep training year then next year i can really go for it yeah bowler come batsman batsman come bowler or just a genuine out and out bowler that just holds the bat so you don't fall over no no i'm an all-rounder so i enjoy both um normally open the bowling bat top or middle order um yeah for any situation which do you enjoy best um i mean they're both really good because when you get a wicket it's really like um just the feeling you get's really good especially if you get um a good player out um and batting just once you get comfortable and into it it's just just a lot of fun just to score runs and build partnerships and everything back to what i said about zoe though if, if you had to if you was put in the corner to concentrate on a discipline then would you i think you'd you'd concentrate on your bowling um i think bowling more like a more of a strength than batting but um like i say i practice both um because sometimes i'm needed as a batter um most of the time as a bowler so it's good to have um two things to work on rather than just one just going back to my summer's afternoon when i surprised everybody when you got home and you found numerous pictures of your own daughter <laughs> plastered all over facebook um <laughs> What did Ducko actually say to you? Because I, I, as she was waiting, 
and this is I mean all youngsters have got to go through this uh, Gareth was talking about Zoe at um, going to the Nationals and sitting in the what did you call it the chat call room there's a call room where you just got to sit there and and wait and when I arrived at Farndon Rhiannon was sitting there as Farndon was losing wickets at a tremendous rate of knots thinking I am going to have to go on bat here I am going to have to go on bat and then as she went to get the gear out get the gear on yeah Andrew Duckmanton moved in into you because you you seemed more nervous than your daughter oh I was yeah it is just you know telling me there's nothing to worry about and she'll be absolutely fine and she was uh, yeah and then she got all the gear on and come and sat with us and you know he just talked her through it you know really you know what to look out for and you know he was fantastic he really was so how important is it zoe that the like the twins at the athletic club and who have been through what you're going through now come and have a chat to you and talk to you and put you at ease a little bit because you are unlike rhiannon who's in a team event you're on your own at birmingham it was you yeah it is quite nice to have the twins talking to me because they're inspiration for me to like set myself goals that they've also sort of done and it's really nice to them talking to me like because they can give me advice on what I can do better. Would you rather be in a team, Rhiannon, or on 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 your own? I mean, it, it, in football and, and perhaps rugby, if you don't have a good day, you can hide. You probably can't do that so much in cricket because you, yes, you're in a team, but you're also on your own. Yeah. Um, so it is a team sport, but when you're bowling or you're batting, it's individual. Um, like it's all down to you. Um, but when when you're bowling and you're fielding, it's important to work together as a team. Else, um, there's no chance winning really. So, um, yeah, it is individual, but we all need to work as a team. Is it important, Gareth, that that the shall we say the senior members of a team or the senior members of a club take time out to put their arm around the Zoe and the Rhiannons of this world and not be critical of them, but just talk to them. Yeah, very very much so. I'm pleased to say that since we've had a few new recruits, we've now got, uh, I think we've got 40 senior members now, which is uh, unusual for us. But uh, I think it's important for the youngsters to see older ones uh, competing and training and, and um, what have you. Uh, and it all rubs off on them. They see them having a laugh and a joke, but then the serious bit kicks in. Uh and, and that, that's great for them to see that. What's more important, Zoe, athletics or school? Athletics, definitely. But it is, but school is very important to because I would love to go to Loughborough University. Ah, that's the aim, is it? Yeah. Right. Well, I think she should be aiming to go to Bath, where is where the uh, the hurdles coach set up there is second to none. Probably better than Loughborough. There you go. Nice part of the world as well. Um, same question then, Rhiannon. Um, I thought it was very brave as though, with Mum sitting next to her, that athletics is a lot more important than, than schoolwork. Um, where are you? Um, well, 
in year eight and year nine i was thinking oh yeah cricket all the way but um it's not that easy and when you get to a high level you can't just rely on that so i'm in year 10 now and it's important that i start working towards marks and gcses next year because i'd like to go to loughborough uni as well because the, the, i mean the bottom li- line of course always is your i mean god forbid but your sporting career could end tomorrow yeah it, uh, you know and it has done for people it it, it happens um you know we we open pray it doesn't which is why i know you're only just sort of starting but like yeah. Rhiannon, you will probably no doubt change your mind um, amy, amy hunt at, at, at the moment um as good as amy hunt is she's concentrating on school and getting something behind her just in case something happens and that's probably what you've got to do isn't it yeah right uh, when we come back i want to know who your sporting heroes are so i'm going to be nice to you and give you 10 minutes to think about it because we're going to talk to dave long from active for today in a couple of minutes Still nil nil in the half past seven kickoff between Selston and Newark Flow Serve. Apparently the pitch has thawed out. There's no problems with ice. It's just they can't see each other because it's that foggy by all accounts. So if they get through the game or not, it's going to be of interest. Right for the last um, couple of weeks, we spoke to Dave Long from Active for Today about something called Red January. Um, I'm breaking news. Flow Serve are actually two goals to the good. Thank you, Mr. Cobb. I've not seen that. Two goals to the good. So let's hope it doesn't get any, um, the fog doesn't come down. I'll tell you a bit more about that later. Let's stick with Dave and Red January. Um, and tonight he's going to tell us about uh, how sport is helping people that's uh, got one or two issues. Dave, um, welcome back. Uh, regular slot now. Um, and um, I know this is something that you're you're very passionate about. Yeah, absolutely, mate. And obviously, um, just to recap, anybody that hasn't um, heard about the Red January campaign, it is a campaign to try and get people um, more physically active every day throughout the month of January um, to show how it can support good mental health. Um, obviously, the last few weeks, we spoke about Red January. We then spoke last week about things people can do to be physically active. Um, and then today, I've just got a little bit of um, information around uh, some mental health statistics and then also... Um, just ways that physical activity can help that. Right, I'm, 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 I'm sitting back, um, listening intently here, <laughs> on, and so is hold of the studio. I've, I've got the mic down because this is, you know, Tony is, is, is very passionate about it, and we follow, we follow that. And you know, mental health in in sport twenty years ago, people would have tormented you even more. But thankfully, it's one of the things that's changed. It's massively, and I remember my time, Nick, from, um, uh, and again, this is, this is really big with, I heard you talk to the young ladies in the, in the studio about um, coming out of sport. One thing that we are a lot better at, having worked in the academy system and been in the academy system myself in football, um, there was never any support um, psychologically for players that were coming out of um, elite level sport, which thankfully we are much better at now uh, than we were. And you said that it was, it was almost seen as a, a sign of weakness um 20 25 years ago um it was something that you say people were sort of derided about um and seen as yeah a, a, a weakness um within your character i'm afraid 
Um, thankfully, we are uh, much more um, better educated now. And just some of the, the statistics are quite stark around um, mental health, uh, Nick, are that um, one in four of us each year will have a, uh, a diagnosable mental health condition. Um, the scariest thing within that is it'll only actually be around 70, uh, sorry, around about 25% of those people um, will actually go and seek treatment for it. So there's only one of those one in four, then only another one in four with that mental health condition will, will seek treatment for it. So um, there's a lot of people out there with undiagnosed mental health um, conditions, um, which is, that might be because of stigma, they might not recognise it in themselves, um, but there is a lot of help online now. So if you think that you may have a mental health um, condition, there is no stigma about it. You either, um, the big advice is a talk to somebody. Um, you can self-refer these days. So with the doctors, you can self-refer. You don't have to actually go to your doctors to get any support um, or go and see um, your GP. But I think the first thing that I'd, I'd advise anybody with a mental health condition, make if you think you have one, is please, please, please talk about it. There isn't a stigma around it, nor should there be the stigma around it. Um, and that's really, really um, instrumental. Um, in trying to get your, get your first steps towards um, a long-term solution for it. Um, the other thing, and I know you've got the young ladies in the, in the studio with you, um, 75% of all mental illness actually starts before the age of 18. So we've got a lot of young people out there that are, have got mental health conditions um, that they may then take forward into their later life. So it's really important, especially for young people, a lot of peer pressure out there, a lot of stress, a lot of obviously social media, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, um, can all uh, add to that. So really, really, really important that young people um, look to seek support if they do believe that they've got um, a mental health condition. Or if you know somebody out there that you think maybe um, have some of the signs and symptoms of a mental health condition, um, please, please, please urge them to, um, to seek some kind of support for it. There's, there's about... 30 um, diagnosable mental health conditions out there, all with varying different um, signs and symptoms. But uh, if you think you have those signs and symptoms yourself, uh, a good place to look would be on the MIND website. So that's who Red January is in conjunction with. It's in conjunction with MIND. Um, so I'd advise that you go and have a look. They've got a lot of great advice on the, on the MIND website. Um, on the, on the good news, uh, and on the flip side of that, um, just to talk about physical activity and how that can support... Um, Physical activity or exercise um, actually releases um, hormones. Hormones are called happy hormones in your brain, such as serotonin, that give you that sort of feeling, that, that high um, you get from, from physical activity, which can improve your mood. Physical activity also suppresses um, cortisol uh, in the brain, which is a, a, can be a cause of, of stress and anxiety. Um, if you are physically active then hopefully you will also be um, sleeping better there's no better way to get a, a natural remedy to any um, sleeping issue you might have than physical activity um, body image also if you then start to do physical activity regularly then hopefully you'll see changes in your body shape and size and that'll give you more confidence we would hope um, as you, you see those changes within your body um, and the really, really positive thing is, and the real one that I bang the drum about, uh, and these are um, statistics from the, the, the chief medical officer, um, is that physically active people are 30% likely um, to become depressed. Um, and it also shows it is an effective way for those with depression um, to, to help fight it. So it is a, um, a recognised uh, way from the chief medical officer of you, um, uh, if, if those that are battling with depression, is a, is a way to fight it. Dave, that's absolutely brilliant. Um, you can come back and talk to us again next week for the final week of our um, January um, 
red red january and next week i want you to tell us that uh, all that you said is not just for one month and forget about it let's try and keep it let's try and keep it all going absolutely yeah all right we'll yeah, talk to you again next week of course we would. yeah thanks a lot. thanks dave bye Right, the news from Selston, um, while Dave was speaking, the goals are going in, well, it's 4-0 to New York Flow Serve, and they haven't been playing half an hour yet. Ben Hutchinson, Zach Goodson, Danny Meadows, and Messiah McDonald all finding the net. Um, the only problem seems to be from our correspondent out there, Dave Bracegirdle, is that... Um, he can't see from one side of the football pitch to the other side because it's that foggy. So if it gets finished or not is another thing entirely. But so far, so good, I think, after half an hour, the game's over. So you should, we should all come home again. And that's that. Um, I'm off down to the sports village in a few minutes. And uh, I don't think it's foggy here. So um, hopefully I'll be able to see both sides of the pitch. We did say to the girls just before um, we went to speak to Dave... Um, Who's your sporting hero? Because they both have to have a sporting hero, of course, because that's who they look up to. So, Rhiannon, who do you look up to? Um, I mean, it's very hard to choose one player because all of the England women cricket team are inspiration to me. Um, I think the standout would be the captain, Heather Knight, just because of her, um, just how well she plays with the pressure of being captain. And she's just really inspirational to me from what she's achieved and how well she manages the team and what's next up for you um so i mean we're out of season aren't we really but it's yeah so season starts late april so um i'll be playing for loveborough sparks rdc against all the other rdc's in the country so i think there's about nine of them um and then i'll be playing for county under 15s and 17s um, when I can, I'll be playing for Fondham Men, first team, um, and I play for Welbeck Ladies as well. <laughs> Not bad going, is it? No. Right, Zoe, who's your who's your sporting inspiration? Uh, well, there are so many, um, but definitely Dina Asher Smith because just I know she's not a hurdles runner, but she's just got the nicest technique and like she's so nice at oh, I'll tell you what no wonder your president loves you if you're talking about <laughs> technique and everything as well because he's a he's a great believer a great believer in that um it's what I call cross-country season at the moment but you went in indoors at Birmingham at the weekend so yes. what's next on your calendar uh well I've got a few more open indoors and then it's outdoor track season so I'll have all the mini leagues and all the YDLs and I'll go to a couple of open events. So do you, do you know where you're off to next or do you just sit in the back of the car and let mum and dad do the bit? Yeah, I don't really know where I'm going. I just get, <laughs> I just get signed up and I, and I go. Come on then, I know you want to say something. I think it might be Sheffield next weekend. Sheffield Open? Uh, I think I've got, I've got mini league at... Mansfield. Mum's nodded, and Mum always knows best. It is the Sheffield Open next weekend. Oh. So that's where you're going next weekend. You're going to Sheffield. You'll be at Trent Bridge, I've got no doubt, or Loughborough. Yeah, um, my training for county starts in February. Um, yeah, and I've got Loughborough training every Sunday. Apart from this Sunday, we get a week off. Um, and, I'm, and I also play indoor cricket on a Saturday 
not every Saturday, um, but a few Saturdays for Loveborough as well. What do your mates think? Because you can't have any... Where's the girly time in all this? Well, they understand that um, it's not like I have so much free time for everything. Um, but I think it. they don't really understand what level I'm at, which is fair enough because they don't really know much about cricket. But um, they're very supportive and if, like... Um, they want to go somewhere or anything they'll evolve it around my free time which is very nice what do your school friends think when you say well no i'm not not coming out on saturday afternoon i'm not coming up town with you because i'm going to birmingham to to run a race um, to run a race that will last 10 seconds yeah they do understand that i i don't have much time and they're very they are very supportive even though they don't usually show it but i know they are it's, and it's it's good that you retain your friends as well. Gareth, you met you know one young lady, you've met a second young lady tonight that uh, we're going to be following all through the year, and um, I think both of them have done themselves proud, haven't they? As usual, the youngsters that come on this radio show uh, show us all up, all the, us old folks, they do. the way they talk. Oh, they most definitely. Have you. Now, you're going to come back and see us, aren't, aren't you, girls? Um, we want you back in the studio on a regular basis as, as the summer goes on. I realise it might be a little bit difficult in the summer, but uh, we'll, we'll keep in touch with you both and let everybody know out there what's what's going on. But for a debut, it was all right, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you was all right. And uh, Rhiannon, we'll see you again, obviously, yeah. um, very soon. So thank you, ladies, for coming in. Next Tuesday night, to wrap up our... Um, run january gareth's back with us again with two uh two familiar newark athletic club names who are regulars in the studio and are popping in to to see us so next um next tuesday night we have the partnership of joseph monk oh. and amelia crispin um they're going to pop in and see us so um, you'll enjoy that one and um, we're going to see what um, those two have been have been up to of course we've followed those in previous years um that's it for tonight we're back um, tomorrow night with the first deep football show mr smith's going to make one of his rare appearances and um pitchside dave's going to be here as well as we look at the wacky world of grassroots football both near and far but uh, coming up now on fm is what i think is the highlight of the week sir douglas hall and the 60s show and he's going to be in a good mood because newscastle's called two in a minute to get a point night